This is your girl Brain. If you're listening to this, you know what day it is and what's on the menu. Welcome to Thursday's Off of Tea, where I'm serving you the hottest takes on things from relationships to current events. So let's sit back, relax, and get on with the show. Hey y'all, what's up? It's your girl Brie with the tea and you already know what day it is and what is on the menu. Welcome to Thursday's R for Tea podcast. I am back y'all. What is up? I missed y'all so much. But yes, my three week hiatus is over. Let's just get started. So much to talk about. But what's on the menu this week? I want to shine a light on something that I don't think I talk about enough. But right now... Let's talk about this George Floyd verdict. I just want to say, don't let this guilty verdict distract you. This is not what overall justice is. This is simply just the beginning. This is simply accountability. I saw that somewhere, and I think that is so important to understand that this is accountability. We all watch that man. We watch that video, and... I don't know if anybody used to watch at that point I used to watch MTV a lot and MTV did a commercial break where they blacked out the screen for and just silent for how long Derek Chauvin whatever his last name is had his knee on George Floyd's neck understand that this is not justice this is where it should begin and we need to keep going and just as I say this now Another black girl, 16-year-old black girl, and I believe in Columbus, was shot and killed. Micaiah Bryant was shot and killed by a Columbus police officer. Stay awake. Clearly, we can't celebrate for too long because while we were celebrating the George Floyd verdict, her life was taken away. Something's got to give. But yes, there are too many names to list. And it has to stop. But yes, let's continue. I had to put my two cents in that. I don't, I try to stay, it's not even being apolitical. It simply concerns me simply for the, for the fact that I'm black. I'm black. I could say I'm Caribbean. I could say this, that, and the third. But you see me, you see this chocolate skin. I'm black. My melanin is a threat. So this is something that we all should be talking about. Yes. So I'm happy for the guilty verdict, but at the end of the day, clearly our work is no longer is not finished. I really can my condolences to the Bryant family. That is simply like it's, it makes me sick to my stomach. 16 years old. But yes, let's get in. So today's topic is a little bit more solemn than I'd like it to be but I still think it's an important conversation and it helps you guys get to know me your host Brie a little bit better okay so I don't know if you see the title well obviously because you clicked on it yes the title of this episode is the plus size friend and guess what I am the plus size friend always have been most likely always will be you know so yes our flavor of the day today is being the plus size friend can't wait to talk about it so i am the plus size friend i have always been the plus size friend honestly i don't think i really befriended somebody bigger than me and maintained that friendship but um 
right now I think I'm in my two I'm I'm five nine and I'm about two sixty something. So that means like honestly I just credit the way my weight is distributed to my height. If it wasn't for my height, sheesh sheesh let me stop i need to stop watching tiktok anyway so i want to give you guys some background about how i grew up and you know not saying what led me to becoming the plus size friend but what everything that led up to this conversation and what brought me and made me the person that i am today so um f for starters like there are some kids can they can remember being overweight as long as they for however memories they have honestly i don't remember being overweight until I was about six years old so I've seen pictures of myself in kindergarten and pre-k I didn't consider myself overweight like I looked pretty normal as a kid you know I had the little Buddha belly or whatever but nothing really like you know but I think it was around six going on seven is when I finally like took into account that I yeah was plus size yes I was a chunkier kid you know so after six years old though like any memory that I do possess about my childhood most likely had to do with my weight dang I never said that out loud but here we are anyway so growing up so we're still in this era of after six years old so still six seven eight maybe nine ish every day on my way to school i had i had a uniform so under my uniform every morning my mom would put on what she called a girdle on me and now that i look up what a girdle is it's not that what she put on me is what we call a faha now so if you're listening to this and you don't know what a faha is basically a faha is just like a compression stomach thing that you have to clip on your stomach and it's shapewear so it shapes you up and gives you what is supposed to be an hourglass figure so starting seven ish to nine i was wearing a girdle almost excuse me a faha almost every single day right uh fast forward to fifth grade that's when my weight really started to become a factor so fifth grade um i was no longer in the school that i was in prior to that i was in a new school and there's nothing worse than starting a new school especially in the year that you're about to graduate like it doesn't even only there for one year but yeah when i started at that school i my weight really became a factor so I was there was this girl who did not like me in the fifth grade and I couldn't do anything about it because I was so new like I genuinely did not understand what there was not to like and I'm not saying she had to be my friend but did she really have a reason not to like me no not really but does that matter not really anyway so she cyber bullied me every day and when i was in the fifth grade that was all about the aim era okay the aim like bro every day to the point where i think like it was either like my cousin or my brother who closed my computer and they were like enough enough but nobody ever said anything to my mom nobody said anything i kind of just took it took it on the chin and just said fuck it that's it right um, I was fairly new I had a really like I looked at everything with rose-colored glasses like in retrospect I would have protected myself a lot more 
I would have told anybody, you know, I was the nicest kid. Um, I was very nice. Call me a teacher's pet if you will, but that's how I secure, that's how I used to secure really good grades without doing half of the work. Okay. Can't do that in college though. Anyway, so honestly, I don't remember crying about any of the things that I experienced in fifth grade, any of the bullying that I experienced. Uh, so then so like let's go to after fifth grade right so around the time sixth grade i i don't know if y'all remember form spring or ask fm yo let's talk about let's talk about cyberbullying on a whole nother level right so if i shared my link of my ask fm or my form spring on my facebook page that means mostly only my friends had access to it right or people that I knew that went to school with me. I'm thinking about this now, now that I'm 20, almost 23. So I'm thinking about this now. So I don't, I put it on, I used to be like, oh, ask me something on my Facebook wall, which means only my friends could see it. So on my Ask FM or on my Form Spring, I don't know, uh, yo, everything was about my weight. Everything. Every, somebody even asked me. Um, so on January 12th of 2010, Haiti suffered a massive earthquake. Somebody asked me if I had fell and caused that earthquake. I was 11. And first of all, I ain't no rest. I'm not like, I'm not, you know what? There's even no comparison. There's no comparison. I'm big. I am big. But what you're not going to do is disrespect me because of my weight. So I went through that every fucking day there was a new question if i caused the earthquake oh i felt something shake was that your big ass da, 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 da. so kept going took it on the took it with a grain of salt and just kept it moving took it to the chin and continued because what the what else could i do you know so then um but after that junior high was mostly a blur I don't remember much about it so let's thank god for small victories like people always say like junior high was the like a lot of my friends say that junior high was like those years and i'm like crickets because not me <laughs> not for me <laughs> anyway so from 11 so i stopped at 11 so from 11 to 19 all I remember was really going to the doctor and just sitting there and every symptom I described just had to do with my weight. I have a darker neck as I don't know if you guys can see it. Well, for those who are, um, if I do po post this snippet, I have a darker neck and yes, that represents insulin, re insulin resistance. It does, but there are other causes of insulin resistance pro other than type two diabetes if that makes sense so PCOS could be a factor of insulin resistance there are multiple factors so my doctor looked at my neck you were type 2 diabetic yet never did anything did not give me any insulin um, I think they sent me to do blood work once but my blood work came back that I wasn't but anytime I went back to the doctor, it was assumed and I was treated as if I was a type 2 diabetic. Or it was always, you better be careful or else you're going to become diabetic. You better be careful. And I'm not saying like, don't warn me, but 
my blood work told you that I wasn't. Yes, I'm predisposed due to genetics, but instead of prep me, prep my mom, it was just a whole bunch of scare tactics. And from 11 to 19, you're really, from 11 to 18, you're not, I don't care what anybody says, you are not responsible for yourself unless you are put into that predicament. So my darker neck and like just being overweight, just yo just ammo for my doctor for my mother to the point where it made me very uncomfortable going to the doctor like I do not I can't do it I I be trying I try like I can go to the doctor like I'll do it but I have a genuine fear like I I've I've done these this thing please I hope y'all are listening to this and just being educated on what it feels like to be this friend don't feel sorry for me like everybody has their shit you know what I'm saying everybody has their shit but I just want you guys to understand this is my shit but you know I used to grow up um every time I went to the doctor the two days before that I wouldn't eat just to shed any excess pounds like but my young mind thought that that would do something like the doctor be like oh my god you're at a healthy weight I didn't understand weight and they didn't help me understand it. They didn't help me understand what the relation was to weight and type 2 diabetes with my relationship. Nobody tested me and said, hey, maybe this insulin resistance, since it's not coming back as type 2 diabetes, could be something else. You know, it was just my weight, my weight, my weight, my weight, my weight. No other symptom mattered. It was my weight, my weight, my weight, my weight. Are you not tired? I'm tired. Anyway, so while the doctor would be out the room, so you got the doctor on one hand telling me everything is about my weight and, you know, my predis, I was about to say my predisposition, whatever, my ex- my exposure doesn't even count either, whatever, my genetic makeup of possibly getting type 2 diabetes, right? And then as soon as they walk out, as soon as they walk out, now you have my mother, now my mother, yo, love the woman to death, that's my bestie right there. But I promise you, 14, 15, 16, I think at one point, I think when I hit 17, 17, you are allowed to go to the doctor by yourself without a guardian. Guess who was staying home? My mother. Because up until then, every time the doctor would leave the room, how do you expect to get a man being that big? How do you expect to get anything being that big? How do you expect this, that, that, everything... Because my weight revolved around everything. Everything. You feel me? So, listen. And it, it never stopped. I promise you it never stopped. But we can get into that later. But <clears throat> my only issue with that was, as a kid, I'm not cooking for myself. So if I'm getting big, look in the mirror. Okay, cool right but yeah so let's keep going so in high school so after enduring all of that in high school I had a genuine interest in playing basketball you know I, I had grown up doing it so in high school I found out that the junior varsity team was having tryouts or I had just missed it and I was so interested I just wanted to see if I could do it so I ended up getting on the team strictly because of my height but that's not important well not strictly because of my height but somewhat for my height whatever couldn't really play either but whatever that's not important i got my little four points for the season and i was happy but yeah so um started joining the basketball team my freshman year of high school so 
pre like going into my freshman year of high school I don't remember how much I weighed I think I was around 190 180 190 right y'all my first week of joining the basketball team mind you basketball season is like you try out like late September early October maybe I don't recall I don't remember the timeline but it was well into seeing it was well into my freshman year of high school so within the first two weeks of playing basketball mind you my coach didn't force my, my, my coach never let us do suicides anything like that I had lost 10 pounds strictly because I did not eat the whole day went to practice ran did all my exercises did my drills we did scrimmages play games whatever then we'll go home eat a big plate of food the big plate of food can't even can't even match the calories that i had burned for the day and then that was it that's how i was eating and i don't care what anybody says like yeah i was losing the weight but that was the most unhealthy way to fucking do it i must have been like constipated or some shit because there's no way but yeah so you know that that was my freshman and sophomore year of high school in a nutshell playing ball I was pretty slim so if you see the comparison so I think that was about eight years ago like I saw a picture from eight years ago to now and it's sick but that's not important but yeah so junior year and senior year of high school I had gained about like 20 to 30 pounds because I was no longer playing basketball anymore I was dancing but when my senior year came, you know, senior year, you have all these, all these um, amenities like prom, senior trip, you know. So for prom, I wanted to lose weight because essentially I wanted a date. So I associated getting a date for prom with losing the weight. So what did I do? I worked out. I forced my mom to take me to the gym one day and she had to sign me up because I was still under 18. She had to sign me up. And once she signed me up, I started working out I started working out with friends at school I got out pretty early my senior year that semester I think I got out at like 9 30 a.m so I was I went to school 7 15 to 9 30 then I went home no then I went straight to the gym after school went home showered went to work every day every day so I think but here's the thing though I don't I remember still being big for prom like prom I was 216 210 210 216 right so yo so I got my prom dress and I think I got my prom dress in already in a size 16 but it was the white people wearing the, the prom dresses so the prom dresses definitely ran small so my prom dress I think was a 14 or a 16 I probably should have looked before I started this episode so that I could see myself but I think it was like a 16 maybe right so my mom was like you know you have to wear like a girdle you have to wear something to compress your stomach and I'm thinking like what because I had spent my junior year going to sweet 16s wearing bodycon dresses and I never had to wear like she never encouraged she never told me I should wear those so now for prom I had to wear one I was like okay didn't want to argue because at the end of the day when you argue it's an issue you feel me so I just I remember like getting dressed for prom at my friend's house and my friend's mom goes like my friend's mom sees me putting on the girdle 
and she looks at my mom she's like what are you why is she putting that on she doesn't need that she doesn't need that and my mom goes word for word no she does yo I didn't say anything I had nothing to say I just put on my girdle and went to prom um I can't even claim that it was uncomfortable because like I said I had spent my life wearing those things so I just took it like took it on the chin and just kept it pushing like I always do you feel me so that was prom honestly if you see pictures of me dancing like you could see like the girdle bunching up and shit like that like it was bad so all of the all of this in the name of a fupa that is 10 times bigger now but yeah so then we fast forward into college oh lord college they told me about the freshman 15 i expected the freshman 15 i was ready for the freshman 15 they did not tell me about the sophomore 15 the junior 15 my first senior year 15 then my second my second senior i didn't gain anything but still still come on now so i gained all of those 15s add that up that's 60 pounds yes i gained 60 pounds in college so i'm 60 plus pounds than how i was maybe when i started college i'm 60 plus pounds heavier it doesn't add up only because i've been losing weight now but just hear me out okay this is not about counting calories or counting my pounds or whatever this is a bigger picture i just need you guys to understand me <laughs> but yeah so right now i'm about a 14 16 depending on like i'm an actual 14 16 my prom dress 16 doesn't count that shit was made like this you feel me made for sticks but i'm an actual 14 16 now like an old navy i love me some old navy shorts but depending on what i wear like i teeter totter between the two numbers because it just really depends on the clothing brand you feel me so now that you know a little bit about me you know how i grew up you know what it's like being brief for a second let's talk about some of the things that i experienced being the actual plus size friend so it's one thing to grow up big and just be in your bigness and just go through your bigness with your family it's another thing when you get thrown to the wolves i.e thrown into society and thrown into society's views on things you feel me so there is a different disrespect that bigger women get from men who are simply not attracted to them bigger women get disrespected 10 times more not even that's not even an actual statistic but bigger women really get more disrespected than skinnier women do and it's systematic at that we'll get into the systematic part of it later but bigger women get a they're the disrespect level they get from men and it's not even as our, because of our character it is simply because men are not attracted to us and i do not care if you're attracted to me or not if i'm attracted to you and you're not attracted to me boop, take it on the chin i'm out but disrespect me as a person are you kidding me that's all i went through growing up all i went through just for being bigger mind you there is the same way we experience the same way we look at colorism within blackness so lighter skinned women 
there's a there's like a spectrum of how much disrespect you get especially like being a bigger woman and the spectrum of how big you are i'm a taller woman which means my weight was distributed differently so i my shoulders are big yes but when you look down if i put on some clothes like my frame doesn't look like i'm 260 plus it doesn't so i would i would receive more leeway than if a woman my weight who's five foot four would get you feel me there all these intricacies oh my gosh but yes so i have to say this and i shouldn't have to say this (laughs) but i have to you do not have to be attracted to someone to give them basic respect one more time you do not have to be attracted to someone to give them basic respect and if you didn't hear me the first two times you do not have to be attracted to someone to give them basic fucking respect a major t alert okay okay there have been there are specific examples of where i'd be with my slimmer essentially quote unquote more attractive friends in society's eyes and men would approach them um men cannot read a room no offense a lot of them especially when so if my friends my 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 more attractive friends quote unquote were being approached in the street this has happened to me a number of times being approached in the street dusty niggas at that don't even get me dusty (laughs) they get approached by these men and the men clearly cannot read a room they cannot read that they are making my friends uncomfortable so if my friends don't say anything i'll simply say yo we gotta go can we wrap this up we have to go you know just something to get the move on because at the end of the day i don't know why dust bunnies don't know to blow away when they need to blow away yeah anyway so i decided to i I decided to speak up mind you i'm not saying oh they don't want your dusty ass i'm saying hey can we go we have somewhere to be now all of a sudden oh you just mad that nobody talking to you ma or you oh you mad in the way chill like let me talk to your friend uh nobody talking to you right now and i'm not saying you don't have a right to talk to my friend but I know my friend and I know you're making my friend uncomfortable now simply because I was bigger you know I hope y'all not hearing this and think I'm making everything about my weight but I see things that people don't essentially so these men are like yeah you know it's I yo move back move back you, you know you mad in the way like let me talk to your friend uh uh this that and the third all because and there's something that really threatens the the cis hetero man's ego when you tell them to back the fuck up i don't get it (laughs) someone explained it to me (laughs) because me defending my friends has nothing to do with me disrespecting you you're making my friends uncomfortable please get out of our way okay i just want to say so i'm I'm recording this as in a video too because i'm starting that now and i'm wearing my natural hair out and y'all it is giving it's giving yes it's giving <laughs> it's giving okay i'm done it's giving <laughs> oh my gosh 
okay i'm done literally back to the back to the conversation anyway so i don't know what type of timing they was on i don't understand why me trying to defend my friends was such an issue and why the fragile male ego is so hurt but hey look it is what it is so obviously the men disrespecting me in my time really goes into actually let me get off outline a little bit my first day of high school a man stopped me in the street i felt cute my first day of high school i had a striped shirt on a white jean skirt with some sandals i thought i was that bitch right a man stops me in the street on my way to school walking to school and he goes oh excuse me mom can i talk to you I'm like, please, no thank you. Mind you, I'm 14. And when I said no thank you back then, like, now if a man approaches me, I simply just entertain the conversation. And just in case they have a box cutter or something, they out here giving out telephone cuts. I'm good. So I entertain the conversation for a second because I'm of age. I could do that. But when I was 14, I was simply saying no thank you because I was underage. So I'm saying no thank you as soon as I turn around to keep walking to school. Oh, go ahead then, fat bitch. What? Whoa, 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 whoa. You wanted this fat bitch. Remember that. Okay. Anyway, that's just a quick little that that just explains. So that that little that little form of disrespect right there is what we're gonna blanket this entire conversation about, which is fat phobia. It fucking exists. Okay. Okay. So, let's talk about it just in case if you don't think it exists. So, I can educate you real quick. Okay. So, fat phobia is defined as an irrational fear, aversion to, or discrimination against obesity or people with obesity. And it isn't just a matter of interpersonal bias. Basically, you just you're very anybody who's fat phobic is very discriminatory to people because of their weight. So, simply saying, if somebody's you know if somebody is feeling good in their body, simply saying you'll get your fat ass up or talking like I see all the time women, bigger women dancing or big women enjoying a burger, and I see a couple comments. Oh, maybe if you stop having burgers you look like you know what i mean like that is those are prime examples of fat phobia because that would never be said to a skinnier woman and mind you they they always list these health um these health ailments that can happen to bigger women because of their weight so high blood pressure this that and the um, high blood pressure diabetes you know high cholesterol all of which can be you know diet is diet right skinny people can get high blood pressure skinny people can get high cholesterol skinny people can have type 2 diabetes because type 2 diabetes if we're going to talk about it is simply insulin resistance not important anyway it is important but still let's keep going so if you think bigger people aren't discriminated against you are part of the issue simply and I don't have to say anything else about that I shouldn't yes I want to bring awareness to it I do simply because 
especially if my children are my size or grew, are growing up chubby I never want them to go through anything that I went through but I know it is inevitable because people like who just simply don't like us for a size still exist still exist you know so listen sorry okay an unpopular opinion but hear me out <laughs> hear me out please do not try to equate skinny bashing with fat phobia they are not the same they are not the same because at the end of the day as a bigger woman if I did not love myself I'd want to wake up and be skinny but anybody who was skinny who didn't love their self wouldn't want to wake up and be a bigger woman and that's on that fat people are systematically discriminated against systematically and I mean and it's not always discriminatory it's simply preference I walk into a store guess what I'm not finding my size on the first try and it's the same to say for tall people so now imagine if you fat and tall <laughs> double homicide <laughs> seriously simply though that's been my problem all these years big and tall double now imagine if I had a bird a bad personality <laughs> triple <laughs> homicide but yes let me continue you feel me so I can my this is why I hate shopping because my friends could walk into a store find a dress and I used to simply love fashion over not fashion over what the fuck um Charlotte Russe before they went bankrupt because I could walk into Charlotte Russe but I was also smaller and find a dress and walk out no longer because they decided to become the Hydrox version of fashion over horrible but yeah simply because so now you understand i cannot go into a store and simply shop and leave it is never that simple unless i go to a store old navy then you have stores like old navy i'm not saying there's anything wrong with old navy because they could take all my money but no seriously i have a credit card with them but the stuff that bigger women like the stuff that skinnier women wear matter of fact only is not a good example let's walk into rainbow if you live in new york you know exactly what rainbow is you walk into rainbow on one side is the skinny excuse me are the smaller sizes and on the other side are bigger sizes or plus sizes right you have there is more selection there's always more selection in the smaller sizes than there is in the bigger sizes that's just a simple fact and i know the rainbow by me it looks like they're equal but I, mm -mm, mm -mm. them bigger clothes be ugly respectfully one bigger clothes always look ugly because they are people want them to be unflattering because people assume that all bigger people want to cover all of their roles and i love this new this new movement where women are just simply fuck it no you know i was fat with all these clothes on you go no i'm fat with less clothes on that's the hot girl summer motto. Fat girl summer. Let me get my fat girl rag. Cause it's gonna get hot. <laughs> anyway. But simply. Rainbow. Smaller sizes and bigger sizes are completely different. There was a dress that I liked. That had a zipper. On the skinnier side. It has spaghetti straps. But on the plus size size. They had fatter straps. And that's just for women. I get it. Bigger women sometimes have bigger chests. I don't. 
But God didn't bless me there. He didn't. So, when I want to match that spaghetti strap look, I can't. And oh, oh, Lord. Let me not. Okay. I went on a rant there. I went too much on a tangent. But yes, like I said, no one deserves to be discriminated against for anything. But if we're going to talk about weight, bigger people are discriminated against more than skinnier people. It's just a simple fact. And if you ever equate them, get ready to get cursed out by me because I have time. I have time. I do. I'm here to help. I'm here to educate. The most dangerous thing is an educated black woman. Clearly, I got to use my weapon. Anyway, let's keep going. So... But yeah, another example of systematic oppression is simply what I said. I am scared to go to the doctor because I've seen, there are TikTok horror stories of women going to the doctor for a symptom that could have been, that they went for preventative measures that the doctors told them it was their weight. The women lost the weight, went back to the doctors, and the, the symptom kept persisting. Imagine that. I get it. If it's something that has something to do with my chest, you might think I have asthma. Bigger people, I don't know. I think there is a correlation there. I'm not sure. I think my doctor did test me for asthma when I be when I started becoming obese. But if I'm telling you about a symptom, it has. I need a. I'm sorry. I need. I keep telling you. I need a fat doctor, and I need a black doctor, and I need a black gynecologist. American though my mom tried to get me to go to her Haitian gynecologist I ain't doing that I there's a reason why I need doctors who look like me because when I tell you that there is something wrong with me you know that because you look like me it is very much so possible that there is something wrong with me because I know my body I don't got time I don't got time anyway so I let's get into how exactly does it feel being the plus size friend we talked about how i grew up we talked about systematically what fat people go through i want to talk about how all of this inter intersects and becomes and how it affects me my very person being a bigger woman especially with most of my friends are slimmer than me most of them yeah so even my guy friends, I don't even got fat guy friends. That, that's not important. But let's talk about how it affects me, yeah? Okay? So, I feel, there are some times, yo, when I feel absolutely invisible. Like, my friends cannot see me. They cannot see me because of my weight. Like, they cannot see anything that I go through or I am not I'm simply just not being seen because I'm different and I'm not saying every friend is like that I'm not saying that it's always like that but I have felt it before and it's not a good feeling if you know what feeling invisible is like feeling like you're not there you understand what I'm saying my personality is big yes but it's to overcompensate and I've heard I heard a co-worker say years ago um, about another bigger woman that was working in the same um, area he said oh yeah you know because they big they gotta be funny 
naturally I have a big personality so that just makes me upset that I'm falling into the stereotype that as a bigger woman I need to overcompensate with my wittiness my personality anything so that I can get some sort of attention yeah uh let's talk about how I felt like I've never been good enough uh I don't know if that's my undiagnosed depression though okay uh, I always, I definitely compare my attractiveness to my friends a lot. To me, anything that I wear doesn't compare. Like, going out with them, to me, is very much so stressful. Even if it's something as simple as an outing, I will compare myself to you ridiculously. Because at the end of the day, I feel like I gotta do more to be seen. Because I feel invisible. It's a simple fact. Please do not, like I said, again, please do not feel sorry for me. This is just me. And this is just me giving you a window into my soul. Welcome. It's dark in here. Okay. So, um, listen, people always scream love yourself. Um, I'm not saying it's just don't do it, but yo, it is hard as fuck. Especially when me, I, I have really high highs, but yo, my lows are low like pit of hell low so please do not tell me love myself because it's hard um but all of this also attributes to mental health and i can't wait because soon i'm having an episode on mental health um in general because i feel like a lot of us in our 20s even though we're getting better with um going to therapy i don't go to therapy but i do know that there's something in here that's undiagnosed that needs to get checked (laughs) because i'm not normal like I said really high highs but pit of hell low lows low but yes so before I get out of here I do have some tips on people with plus size I have tips to people with plus size friends and I also have tips for my plus size gals and boys if you're listening to this so first for me especially I don't know about everybody else but this is specifically for me do not say you not fat, you thick. Don't say that to me. Don't say that to me. We disagree. Yeah. Anyway, I live with myself every day. I look in the mirror. I know what I look like naked. I know what I am. When I said I'm fat, it's because I fully accepted that what I am. It is not insulting. I'm not saying call your friends fat, but when we say that we are fat, it's not to insult ourselves. We're simply stating a fact when somebody is insulting themselves is when they are clearly not fat and then they say they're fat that's an insult to yourself because but people put people weaponize the word fat you don't need to i'm fat it's okay i'm fat say it with me she's fat thank you okay i'm liking the chorus we got going on you feel me i'm fat it is what it is do not weaponize the word when you weaponize it it makes me feel like more shit so do not tell me i'm thick no because my ass is flatter than a sandpaper it's just texturized oh my god not important anyway let me just keep going um respectfully if you're a skinnier more attractive friend and you hear men disrespecting your friend simply for defending you stand up for them too Stand, in general, stand up for your plus size friends because we threaten we threaten the men who are not attracted to us so much that they feel 
angered and that can escalate into a situation the same way you guys beg not beg but the same way you ask people to utilize their privilege use yours that's all i have to say about that and last time oh but no seriously but defend your friends because half of the memories that i just talked about if my friends ever listen to this they're not gonna remember what i'm talking about they're not even gonna remember that these things happened but i do because it'll stick with me for life because it is me right and the last tip the most important one stop equating skinny bashing with fat phobia because it's not the same thing one of them is systematic the other one simply is not yeah yeah with that being said <laughs> it's been a pleasure i have no q and t for you guys today i have no tinder tale for you guys today but i love you so much thank you for being patient with me during this break if you came into my ig live thank you for supporting me <laughs> i loved having you guys there i'm definitely interested i'm definitely excited on having more but just as a reminder for my q t segment if you are if you have a question scenario please send it in thursdays are for tea podcast at gmail.com dm me you can send me voice notes that way you there are multiple ways to send me your scenarios or questions for q and t and i please i i absolutely recommend that you do i'm here for you i'm your girlfriend friend i'm your friend that's a girl yeah keep that in mind anyway with that being said i love you all you heard my social media in the beginning. Follow me and I'm so excited. I feel revamped. I feel reborn. It's going to be a good time. Anyway, I love you guys. Come back next week for your cup full of tea. Bye.